Are you looking for a way to save a little money? What about getting your subscriptions under control? If so, then I've got just the solution for you. Rocket Money. With the help of Rocket Money, I was able to find a subscription that I completely forgot to cancel before the free trial was up. I'm sure you've all been there. And Rocket Money can help me cancel it. Between streaming platforms, apps, delivery services, and even parenting and kids subscriptions, it's hard to keep track of exactly what you're spending and how much it all adds up to each and every month. Not to mention the fact that it seems every single day one of those subscriptions suddenly jumps up in price. Rocket Money alerts you when this happens so you're never caught unawares. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With them, I can see clearly what my monthly spending is and how it compares to the month before, making saving money and taking control over my finances so much easier. They'll also try to negotiate lowering your bills up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll even deal with customer service for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. That's rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. Rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, Newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at Newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. This episode is sponsored by the game Best Fiends. We talk about a lot of heavy stuff day to day on Morning Cup of Murder. And while we all love learning about the dark side of society, sometimes we need a little reprieve. That's when I pull out my phone and start playing Best Fiends. It is a fun and casual game filled with engaging puzzles to keep your brain entertained. One of the best parts about this game is it doesn't require internet. So no internet, no problem. My favorite time to play is just before bed. I lay down, turn down the lights, and play a couple levels to wind down before drifting off to sleep. Right now, I'm on level 369 and loving this new challenge they have going on. Oh, and it updates monthly with new levels and challenges, one of which I'm in the middle of so you never lose interest. Not just that, but you can connect with your friends from all over and create a fun little challenge of your own. It's the perfect way to have fun with your friends while still social distancing. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Remember, that's friends without the R, Best Fiends. There were two more murders 15 miles well, away. Arrived, the found the telephone and electricity line. described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Cup of murder. Diminished responsibility. It's a term we hear thrown around all the time in the courtroom. 
and is the idea that some, given a number of issues, cannot be held accountable for their actions. On October 26, 1997, a woman cold-heartedly killed her young boyfriend and, because of diminished responsibility, we see barely any jail time. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Anu Singh was a beautiful young woman. She was born in India on September 3, 1977, to Indian-Australian parents who immigrated with their new baby to Sydney in 1973. Anu was described as a happy-go-lucky child who seemed to descend into mental illness as she reached adulthood. It seemed harmless at first, but in 1995, things seemed to escalate when she had an affair with a boy named Joe Sink, which caused her then-significant boyfriend to end the relationship. The event left her devastated, but her new boyfriend, Joe, seemed to cushion the blow, as did her daily use of recreational drugs. Joe Sink was, despite how their relationship began, a good guy. They met in Newcastle in 1995, seemed to treat her well, and even stabilized the often unstable Anu. And the blissed-out couple quickly moved in together in Canberra while Anu attended law school at Australian National University. But that honeymoon stage didn't seem to last long after move-in day. Anu began obsessively dieting, working out for hours a day, telling friends she'd rather be dead than fat, and soon her mental state began deteriorating once more. Her attendance at school began to suffer, and on the few occasions she did attend, she showed up disheveled, which was a stark contrast for her usually immaculate physical appearance. Her parents grew worried, and her father took her to a number of psychologists and psychiatrists in hopes of helping his daughter. She was prescribed with medication that she refused to take, claiming it would make her fat. Then, one night, Joe made an offhanded, albeit rude, comment about Anu's weight. The comment bothered her so much, she began taking Ipecac to try and lose weight faster. It also bothered her enough that, in May of 1997, she told a friend she wanted to kill a handful of people, Joe being her main target. And what would normally be a harmless comment attributed to an angry and hurt lover soon became a grim reality. She was convinced that he was poisoning her and suffered from delusions that she had a rare disease that was eating away at her muscles. And for whatever reason, Joe was the root of all of these problems. For days, Anu planned these strange send-off dinners. To some friends, she explained that her plan was to sedate Joe so he could not interfere with her suicide attempt, that killing herself was far easier than leaving him because she was so dependent on him. But if these comments weren't strange enough, when she spoke to her closest friend, Madhui Rao, she told a different story. The pair purchased Rohypnol and heroin and began organizing the send-off dinner. They invited classmates and friends and told them all that she was going to kill herself. Everyone except for Joe, of course. It's really not clear why no one took her seriously, or if they did, why they didn't interfere or call authorities. The first party took place on October 24, 1997, but appeared to be uneventful. The crime Anu promised to her guest never happened, and she and Joe seemed to be a happy and loving couple. 
Another party guest claimed that, after the party, Madwi explained that the only reason the party was that uneventful was because Anu didn't deliver a significant dose of drugs to her boyfriend. The witness threatened to go to police, but nothing really came of it. So the girls bought some more heroin on the morning of October 26th and went back to friends offering a second party. They all arrived, and by 12.10 that day, an ambulance was being called for Joe Sink, who was in cardiac arrest. Anu, after stretching the emergency call out for 20 minutes, had given a wrong address, and it took the ambulance a great deal of time to arrive at Joe's side. At the scene, the hysterical Anu told police that she had given Joe the drugs and struggled with police and paramedics as they attempted to load Joe's body into the ambulance. 33-year-old Joe Sink died the morning after the second party. And when toxicology reports came in, it found lethal levels of heroin and rohypnol in his body. The boy who never touched drugs had now perished and his girlfriend was to blame. She had, according to testimony, given Joe a cup of rohypnol-laced coffee and, as he was in a sedated state, injected him with a lethal dose of heroin and watched him vomit blood for hours before calling him an ambulance. Anu Singh appeared in court on October 28, 1997 and was charged with murder. Her accomplice, Madhwi Rao, was charged with conspiracy to commit murder and released on bail on November 5th. There were plans to begin their joint trial on November 11th, but after someone said the evidence was unclear if it was against Anu or Madwi, the trial was halted and it was decided that they would be tried separately. Anu's began in 1999, and the defense presented significant evidence of her mental illness, proposing an insanity defense. The prosecution insisted that she appeared rational and assertive the night of the arrest, therefore fully aware of what her actions were. Anu Singh was found guilty of manslaughter on April 23, 1998, and was sentenced to 10 years in prison with a minimum of four. To say that Joe's family was unhappy with the ruling would be a vast understatement. Madhwi Rao was charged with murder, manslaughter, attempted murder, and administering a stupefying drug but was acquitted of all charges after Anu made it clear that Madhwi simply loved and wanted to help her, that the fault was all her own. She is now married and lives an absolutely normal life overseas. Anu Singh was paroled in October of 2001, after just four years in prison. Shortly after her release, the case was thrown back into the spotlight when a book about the crime was released. And shortly after the book's release, Anu was sent back to jail for breaching her parole conditions when she was found smoking marijuana. She was re-released four months later. In the years after her prison term, Anu Singh completed her master's degree in criminology, even writing her thesis on the causes of female crime, including abuse, mental illness, and drug use, highlighting her own crimes in the writing. The crimes that took Joe Singh's life. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on October 27th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.